0: There, I'm Kelly and I'm Brandy and you are listening to the infamous podcast Bitch I'm Not Well where we discuss bitches who are truly
1: unwell, un-well.
0: good. The glass of wine that you gave me is definitely helping.
2: Yes, bitch!
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what my head was thinking when you gave it to me. I'm like,
2: yes. I know. Wine always helps.
0: It really does.
2: Alright, today I have something very freaky deaky.
0: I'm pretty excited about this. You should be. it's I want really you to knock it's my socks off. off the chain.
2: Off. It's off the chain. <laughs> this story is about a bitch who knows how to pack a bag.
0: I'm guessing this is not a sexual bag. This is going to be a murder bag.
2: It's not a bag of tricks. It's not a sexual bag. No. All right. Bag of bones. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, my God. Sarah Boone. That's not a good stripper
0: name. Does she have a different one? No, it's still not a stripper name.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Sarah Boone was in Winter Park, Florida at the time she packed this said bag. Hmm. She put her boyfriend in a suitcase while playing hide-and-seek, went to bed, forgetting he was in the suitcase day found him dead okay couple questions go ahead how old is she 42 oh
0: wow and how do you lose at hide and seek when you hid the hider
2: don't know that's one of my questions i have actually uh, i don't want this <laughs> bitch on my team no no well no i want her on my team i don't want to be on the opposing team
0: <gasps> yeah well i don't know she couldn't find him either so <laughs> no, <she could. laughs> you can't play hide and seek with us i'm sorry Nobody picked you. You're going to have to
2: go. Got to go. Got to go. On February the 25th, 2020, a 911 operator received a call from Sarah Boone, a 42-year-old female living in Winter Park, Florida. The first information Sarah gave was her address in a calm manner. The 911 operator asked her if she needed police or medical. She paused as if she was confused by the question and stated that her boyfriend of three and a half years was dead. Again, in a calm, almost irritated manner.
0: Like, you made me wake up to tell these people that you're dead. I could have slept in on this Thursday afternoon.
2: It was a Monday morning, you know? (sighs) That's
0: not what you need on Monday morning.
2: Why do you want to start your Monday off like that? Eventually, she was put through to fire and rescue. So she didn't need ambulance or cops. (laughs) (laughs) No. She told fire and rescue that she and her boyfriend, 43-year-old George Torres, were playing hide-and-seek when she put him in a suitcase. She fell asleep, and when she woke up, he was dead. I'll was play the 911 call for you, and we can discuss how effed up this is. Was George very big? George was not very big, okay. but the suitcase was kind of a larger suitcase.
0: Okay. So. I was kind of wondering but how But he was he... still
2: not a very... He didn't have a, a large stature. I hope he didn't hotbox himself while he was in there. No, hotboxing is... Mm, he probably did. Oh, that might have been what killed him.
0: I know I almost died yesterday after I picked my kids How up at school. How so? They like to hotbox me after they get out of school. They hold it in all day. And then they lock all the doors and they don't yeah. let me roll down the window. Yeah. And they release the demons.
3: Release the demons, you say.
0: I am pretty sure that their school served roadkill for lunch yesterday. Awesome. Yep. Threw them through is- my mouth a little bit. Oh, God. My eyes started watering. It was so bad. Bags. Oh, no. I actually see tears <laughs> welling up in the eyes. <laughs> yeah, then they stood up, and it was like it was stuck
2: between their butt and the seat, so I got a second round nice. and we got out in the garage. That's nice. Yeah, she got a house full of boys, y'all. I'm so outnumbered. I feel like you live in a hot box. <laughs> yeah,
0: basically.
2: Cheering. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Back to the murder victim. Let's,
2: yeah. The reason we're here. Poor George. Okay, Poor I'm going to play the 911 call.
0: I'm ready for this one. Hmm.
1: What's location, mercy. Desk
4: 32. No, please don't leave.
1: 4748 Friends Lane, Apartment 3. France Court. Sorry, correct. Right, now, tell me exactly what happened
4: there. Uh, my boyfriend and I were playing last night, and mm-hmm. I put him in a suitcase and we were playing. And, okay. like, kind of hide-and-seek kind of thing. So, I fell asleep, and I woke up, and he was dead in the suitcase. So, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Like, he has, like, blood coming out of his mouth, and I don't know if, like, he had, like, an aneurysm, or a nothing. Right, okay, all
1: right, okay, listen, we're getting help Purple. out there, too. Okay, he hanging from somewhere, or what, ma'am?
4: No, I pulled him out of the suitcase. I tried out of giving him CPR.
1: Out of okay, so he was in a suitcase?
4: Yes, and I fell asleep.
1: Okay, how old is the working, ma'am? Forty-two year old man. All yeah, right, I understand. You need to confirm this. Is he is he awake at all? Is he conscious at all?
4: No, he's purple.
1: Is he? Right, is he breathing? No. All right. I need you to get I need you to get him on the floor, flatten his back for me,
4: okay? I did. I did.
1: I tried
4: giving him CPR. All right. I tried giving him CPR. Yeah.
1: Okay. Purple. we're. we're, we're no, but nothing happened. He's purple. But, uh, okay. Let's. You, are you right by him now? Yes. Uh, so this is he cold and stiff? Yes. Okay.
4: Well, he's not okay.
1: necessarily cold, but he's stiff. Oh, 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 he's right, stiff. okay. All right, listen to me. I'll, uh, listen, listen to me. I want you to lay and his back for me on I the did. floor. I did. I did. Removing the pillows, okay? Yes, I did. All right, okay. When... He's
4: stiff and purple.
1: All right, okay, listen. Okay, man, that's fine. We're, we're still going co- to do compressions on him, okay? All right? Please heal up your hand on his breastbone, right in the center of the chest, right between the nipples. Yes. Put your hand on top of that hand. Betty, I'm telling you.
4: Just look okay. at him, you can tell. Okay.
1: Please. Okay, you're gurgled. Okay, okay. L- listen to me. All right, I want to play. I want you to place the heel of your hand. Uh-huh. Okay, right repetitive his chest, repetitive his breast bones. Yes. Put your hand on top of that hand. Yes, we, okay. want, we, we want to pump his chest and me hard and fast. I'm doing it again. Okay, no, no, just keep on pumping. That's all you need to do for me. Pumping
2: his chest for a minute. I don't need you to stop and talk or anything. I just want you to count out loud for me, okay? Okay. So you can hear her. She's obviously very distressed. Screaming. He's cold and purple, and she's grossed out because he gurgled. So did she think
0: he was coming back as a zombie when he gurgled? I
2: don't the, know. Like it's like she screams.
0: Ah! Yeah. I don't. Most people would be like, Oh my god, they gurgled. Yes, I'm doing it right. They're coming back. I don't know.
2: Okay. And so you can hear, you can clearly hear that she says that they were playing hide and seek and she put him in the suitcase, right? Yes. Okay. There's a lot of questions I have concerning this statement. Yes. First of all, explain, like you said, how is this hide and seek? If you're only two players, you're the seeker and you're hiding the hider. Yeah. And then you still don't find him. That, yeah, you failed. You failed. You lost the game. game. time. You put him in the suitcase, and you forgot (laughs) where he was. And
0: couldn't he, like, scream? I'd be screaming, and... Yes, Yes,
2: yeah, he could scream. But I have a theory on that. So secondly, this was a large suitcase, but who the hell would want to hide in a suitcase? That's another question. Yeah. I I don't know who would think that was fun. Yeah, I think that's a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, Another thing is, I need to know how many grown adults are playing hide-and-seek with each other. And is it fun? Yeah, because
0: they're like a Facebook invite sent out or like, hey, the apartment complex is going to be playing hide and seek tonight. Everybody's invited. Right. We're if gonna- it is a lot of fun, I'm going to go slap my
2: husband because he doesn't
0: play hide and seek with me. Yeah. That's kind of like adult Easter egg hunts. At first, I was like, oh my God, I'm so old. <laughs> I, I still want to do it. You know, I'm not going to lie. I thought Secretly. I was getting candy. But then they were like, oh no, there's money and liquor and lottery tickets in the eggs and I'm like pushing people
2: out the way. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. So the next thing I want to ask is, how do you forget he's in the suitcase? You're in the middle of a game, and then you just go to bed? Yeah. Like, like I zipped you up. Ha ha. We're both laughing. It's lots of fun. I'm going to go to bed.
0: Maybe. Man, I'm tired. It's already 930. Okay, I'm going to go to bed.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know
0: where my boyfriend is, but mm-hmm. just go to sleep.
2: The last question that I have <laughs> is that you just found your boyfriend dead, and you're not going to even try everything you can to revive him. So I didn't play the whole nine one one call, but throughout it, she wants to stop, and the operator keeps telling her to conti- continue compressions, and she's argumentative. She keeps stating that he's purple and stiff.
0: Well, it doesn't even sound like she's doing compressions because I thought they were full of it when I took the CPR class. But it, you really do like start to lose your breath and get worn out as you're doing. Of course, breath- you compressions, do compressions, and yeah. it's. She doesn't sound like she's lost her breath, like she's doing anything exerting. It actually sounds like she still has the phone in it one hand. So. She sounds
2: more annoyed than she sounds panicked. Yeah,
0: like yeah. you would expect her to have the phone on the ground on speakerphone, and she's mm-hmm. yeah, no,
2: and she's grossed out by it. She's screaming that he's gurgling. Look, she's, she's a screaming, zombie. yeah, that it's horrific. Um, asking the operator what happened. Like, they didn't find him. That's what happened. <laughs> what happened was that you zipped him in a suitcase. Left him to die and he died. That was probably where you went wrong. <sighs> so finally, Orange County Fire and Rescue arrive at the scene and Sarah yells at them to come in. They tell her that he's been down too long and there's nothing they can do. Did she say, I know that's what I was trying to tell the operator? This is, yeah, kind of. So the police arrive around 1 p.m. The officer is standing outside with Sarah and all she can focus on. Is that she was smoking a cigarette on the back porch and wants to go get her cigarette, like it was still lit on the back porch?
0: I guess. So she killed her boyfriend by zipping him up in a suitcase, and now she's going to burn the apartment complex on- down by leaving <laughs> her cigarette outside on the back porch. She's making all kind of great decisions right I'm now. I'm also
2: like, okay. So you found your dead boyfriend. You say that you started CPR after you know before you even called nine one one. Yeah, you are on the back porch smoking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Doesn't... That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any and sense. real quick, in the 911 call, I heard her say, no, don't leave. Was she talking to the 911
2: operator? She was talking to her ex-husband. So before she even calls 911... Okay, I'll get to that in a few yeah, seconds. Yeah, get to that. Okay. So, um, yeah, getting back to that, like the, the officer was standing out with her outside of the apartment complex by that time it's already taped off and you can see all this on body cam footage um on youtube so listen linda linda (laughs) your boyfriend of three and a half years is dead inside you're telling the officer all you want is your cigarettes and your dr pepper can i go get my dr pepper it's on the counter
0: It might have been a Sonic Dr. Pepper with the crushed ice.
2: in that case, it's an emergency. It is. Cigarette, not so much. No. Mm -mm. But that's all she's concerned about. Like, I don't even know. Oh, God. So when the officer asked what happened, Sarah stated that she and her boyfriend were putting a puzzle together the day before. Hmm. That they had drank a bottle of wine, and he wanted to play hide and seek. Hmm. Then she says he thought it would be funny So, he got into the suitcase. While they're talking outside, a man walks up to the officer. She asks who he is to Sarah, and Sarah states that's her ex-husband. She had called him to go over because she didn't know what to do. Did she call him before 911? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. She stated that the problem was that she fell asleep. She states that she was awake, but actually got out of bed around 1230-ish or whatever... Went downstairs and thought to herself, oh fuck, he's still in a suitcase. So she dragged him out of it, tried to do CPR, then called her ex husband, who had to tell her to call 911. And he said that after he told her that she needed to call 911, she walked outside and smoked a cigarette and was drinking her Dr. Pepper. Maybe. And then I guess she called 911. Fell asleep. Was she like, is she narcoleptic? Was she
0: in the middle of walking and fell asleep? Like, mm-hmm. Or she put him in the suitcase and she's like, you know what, I'm going to go and just close my eyes in bed for 30 minutes. I'm going to forget where mm-hmm. he is and it'll be like a real game of hide and seek.
2: So the officer says, you were playing and you zipped him up. Sarah interrupts and says, I did, but I fell asleep. I don't know if he suffocated or had an aneurysm or a heart attack or something to that nature.
0: Get it right, police officer.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> When asked if he had some sort of medical condition, though, she denied that anything was physically wrong with him and that they only had one bottle of wine, and then they played hide-and-seek. Her ex was at the scene before fire and rescue. Oh. Mm-hmm. When the officer got his statement, he said that he'd been trying to call Sarah since around 1130. She was supposed to have custody of their child that day. And that she tends to drink and is not very good about knowing where she's supposed to be or when she's supposed to have the child. Okay, so are we 1130 a.m. or p.m.? A.m. Okay, so she...
0: This all occurred on the Sunday. So she zipped him up in the suitcase... On Sunday. On Sunday. Mm -hmm. Went to sleep and woke up on Monday? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then you're calling your ex-wife to take your child... Because she gets drunk and doesn't remember what she's supposed to do or where she's supposed to be, so you want to let her know, hey, it's still your turn for the kid.
2: Well, okay, so she he wanted to get information as to whether he needed to pick the kid up from school. Okay. Or something like that. Like, he seems like a very well-put-together Man. Oh,
0: good. I was hoping she wasn't going to be like, oh, no, the kid's still hanging up in the closet. He was playing hide-and-seek with us. No,
2: so the dad had cust- the, oh, the dad has custody of God. the child, okay? So he brought him, he dropped him off to school and everything. But okay. she was supposed to have him that day, so he was trying to get his ducks in a row because he knows how she is, right? So he starts calling her around 1130 to make sure that he doesn't need to go pick the child up or not. Oh, my God! So that's what that was about. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, the child does have what seems... To, to be one a parent. very well-put-together parent, yes. Anyway, he said that she finally called him back at 12.49, like he looked it up on his phone. So he's been trying to call her since 11.30. 12.49, she finally calls him back. And then she told him what was going on and asked him if he would go over. He said when he got there, he went inside the front door and could see George's legs laying on the kitchen floor area. He went back outside because he didn't want to be any part of it and told her she needed to call 911. After telling her this, like I said, she walked outside to drink her Dr. Pepper and smoke a cigarette before she called 911. So he also told the officer that the police had been over there like four or five times for domestic violence and George was currently on parole for it. Okay, so George was beating Sarah. So, yes. Yeah, so they had been called over there lots and lots of times. So she knocked his ass out and zipped him up? Maybe Maybe so. But she should have said that. Yeah. So he also said, though, that every time that Sarah would have George arrested, the next day she would just go and bail him out. I wish there was something like the person that
0: you're accused of domestically beating or whatever Mm -hmm. can't be the one that signs you out or bells you out. That should be a law. And that way... Yeah, it's you're not because what what's that symptom uh, where you like sort to sympathize with your captor or your rapist or whatever? I don't know, but I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, because that's because you hear a lot of people that have domestic violence issues, and whichever one was being beat always makes excuses for the mean one mm-hmm. and wants to bail them out and help them, and they're mm-hmm. going to get better, and they're not. Mm-hmm.
2: That's because they're nice to him every now and then. Yeah. They kind of hold on to those moments, I think. I don't know. When the officer asked again if she put him in the suitcase, Sarah then claimed that the suitcase was sitting on the living room floor and that George thought it would be funny to be put into a suitcase and got himself into it. Mm. She said she was just joking around with him when she zipped it up to make him squirm around a little. But then again, she started with the whole, I fell asleep. Yeah. She said that they were having a good laugh about it. And uh, then she went upstairs in her bedroom and fell asleep, totally forgetting he was in the suitcase. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's the worst excuse I've ever heard. Isn't it? (laughs) So then the detectives arrive at the scene and start questioning Sarah. Sarah explains to the detectives that they were playing puzzles, doing artwork, and decided to play hide and seek. She went up to bed, blah, blah, blah. When she came downstairs that morning, slash afternoon, <laughs> she thought he was just being quiet, playing on the laptop or whatever. Might have been doing a puzzle again. Maybe doing another puzzle. Coloring in the coloring. Or some finger painting. Oh, yes. <laughs> she went outside to look for him and then, Oh, I forgot him in the suitcase. And that's when she found him and she didn't know what happened. Hmm. When they asked her why the suitcase was in the middle of the living room, she said that they put the suitcase downstairs because George was going to start picking up donations to put in the suitcase. It was yes, because that in? would be easy to transport to like goodwill or whatever. And she says <laughs> something in the in the uh, interrogation about her little boy's clothes like they just filled up the closet and they had to go like,
0: <laughs> when mm-hmm. you said donations, I was thinking about money. <laughs>
2: donations.
0: <laughs> I was like, so he's going to roll this suitcase door to door asking for money and then he's jumping in. I think I going to sit
2: on the corner and play <laughs> guitar. <laughs> okay,
0: clothing sounds a lot more realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clothing. But yeah, like, I don't keep my mm-hmm. suitcase in the middle of the living room floor. Mm-mm. That
2: just doesn't seem like a normal place to have it. No. So, And then she said, okay, because the suitcase was... in. Part of the interrogation, she says that the suitcase was in the back of the closet and that her closet was full of her little boy's clothes, like just full of them. So they were going to bring all these clothes that were too small for her son now to Goodwill. They were going to use the suitcase to transport the clothing. So how come the suitcase was downstairs, your clothes are upstairs for the little boy. And they weren't in the suitcase. You would think it'd be easier to put them all in the suitcase upstairs and since bring the suitcase, suitcase is already up there. Right? See, that... Okay, so... Maybe they were going to take you're the gonna clothes hear, You're going to hear my on. theory in the end, and that's going to add up to it,
0: too. Okay. Because... Because mm, mm. I'm really confused right now.
2: It None of it makes sense. It's mind-blowing. And this woman is the most agitating, aggravating Karen on the face of the earth. I'm sorry if your name is Karen, but you know what Karen means, really. So... you <laughs>
0: think... <laughs> Not my girl Karen in Baton Rouge. We love you. No,
2: we love you, Karen.
0: But uh, okay, so, so she had at least twelve hours or more to get a good story together about why he's in the suitcase, mm-hmm. and the best she could come up with was hide and seek and donating clothes.
2: Yes, and fell asleep. And fell asleep. I forgot him in the suitcase. Yeah. I okay. Like, Do you forget somebody in a suitcase? That's uh, not it. A- okay. All right. Let's move on.
0: Yeah. I, I guarantee she's not a good
2: liar. <laughs> so. Then she states that she's afraid for her life. His family has never liked her or accepted her and that they were just down the road and they would kill her. That his two daughters wouldn't understand and they were going to kill her.
0: Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to understand you zipping a grown man into a suitcase and falling
2: asleep. I sure don't. Yeah. Mm -mm. So Sarah agreed to go to the police station the next day to give a full statement. By this time, the autopsy had come back. After Sarah, Yeah, after Sarah has read her rights... The detectives go over the injuries found on George that were sustained during the hours leading up to his death. Oh, he was injured. He was injured. Okay. Inside the suitcase. Or maybe outside the suitcase. Just leading up to the death, okay? So the autopsy revealed scratch marks on his back, contusions from being hit, injuries on his left shoulder, a cut on his lip, a horizontal scratch across the back of his neck, bruising on the left side of his forehead, and the left side skull, the left side of his skull was swollen. You can hear Sarah's explanation of how he may have gotten those injuries.
0: After they emptied out the wine bottle, she hit him with it.
2: Maybe I'm <laughs> gonna play the interrogation on this.
0: Oh, I can't wait. Hmm. I am. I don't know if I'm ready for this, actually, but go ahead.
3: Oh, I'm
2: ready.
4: Um a I haven't laid hand on him. Okay. Also too, I he fell off my son's bike. Okay. So I don't know. And he's notorious for running into the wall okay. or the hall tree. Why? So okay. I. okay. What, I don't, what about
3: the scratches? Uh,
4: sex.
3: there's also sex. Yes. Okay. Because there's also like a like a scratch on like the back of his neck, like kind of like going, but it's like going straight across. I have no idea what that's wrong. And they're all recent. Like, they, they they occurred recently. It wasn't something that occurred post or that occurred a week ago or two days ago, three days ago. They definitely occurred, you know, the night leading up to when he was. In all days. honesty,
4: all honesty, we have not gotten into it. Okay. That's why, like, the only thing I thought you guys were going to ask me about, which I was going to be honest with you anyway, I just scratched marks on his back. Mm-hmm. Everything else, I have no idea what it is. No idea. What it is nonetheless i've had my son over the house too so I well your son was
3: theres when when was he last there oh gosh i'm so understanding he was there like last tuesday last i don't know if it was tuesday but yes he was there last week so well we're talking about sunday yeah. we're making we're just talking about what occurred sunday because like i said the injuries are they occurred within that time period so you're talking about day before yesterday Sunday leading into Monday. You Correct. called us yesterday at one, so, but the incident you guys were painting and stuff the night prior. Correct. So we're talking about Sunday and That's why Monday.
4: I thoroughly confused because <coughs> we had a good time mm-hmm. sitting on the back porch, having wine and smoking a couple of cigarettes and then decided to go inside and literally paint, do puzzles and play mm-hmm. and listen to music. That's why nobody got out of sorts. This is what's mind blowing to me. Like I don't, I have no clue. Nobody laid a hand on anybody. He also had um, like on
3: the left side of his forehead, he had basically bruising um, and um, um, like his head and skull. I have no idea. As if something hit him. I I considered not for trauma.
4: I have not touched him. him. I have not touched him.
1: Then how would you get those injuries?
4: Tell me and we'll both know. I have not touched him.
3: Yesterday when we took photographs of your overall body um, and they did the buccal swabs, did they go under your fingernails? No. Okay, are you willing to let us? Absolutely. Swab underneath your fingernails? Go for it.
4: Okay. (coughs) I have no idea, and I don't want to seem out of sorts, but I have no idea. Okay, so.
0: Okay, that really frustrated me.
2: How, <laughs> that's, that's how she
4: is. So,
0: okay, so it was probably my son. Okay, your son hasn't been there in a week. We're yeah. talking about Sunday. When is Sunday? We have Sunday, then you have <laughs> Monday, yep. then you have Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he fell off my kid's bike, and you can do my nails now. Well, it's been like 24 hours. God, I hope you've washed your hands since then. Yeah. You're right. not going to have anything. Well, I don't know. You could have something under your nails, but I hope you bathed and washed your hands. Mm,
2: she probably didn't scrub under them nails.
0: No, she probably didn't. I don't know. She is infuriating.
2: A like, little bit. Uh, a little I really bit. wanted to
0: scream when it was playing. Yeah. Like,
2: what's wrong with you? And honestly, what's wrong with both of them? Like, he's he's a 43-year-old man riding a 9-year-old's bike yeah. to fall off of. And then you fell if off of if it? If that's it's true. If that's true, yeah. Like... Those are little, they're like the 16 inch it wheels. Has training wheels, bastard. God damn
0: it. And you were in the grass, it oh, didn't God. hurt.
2: Yeah, and like we were
0: outside smoking a couple cigarettes. We went outside, did puzzles, painted, and mm-hmm. played. Mm-hmm. What I is know. this like a 10 year old's birthday party? No, <laughs> my kid wouldn't even do this at 10. Is this a six year old's birthday party? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It, none of it makes sense. Like you've had no. plenty of time to make up a story. You suck at making up stories. Mm-hmm. Please don't become a writer.
3: Yeah.
2: Because nobody's going to buy it. So the interrogation just it kind of continues in this frustrating way. Um, She keeps insisting that their lives together have been just absolutely wonderful over the last month. And especially on that Sunday, everything was going swimmingly. Like, it was good. We were good. No one touched each other. Like, it was just smooth sailing. I don't know. We didn't even hold hands. We were very clandestine (laughs) on this day. She said that their lives together have been good over the last month. And that he was going to all of his classes for anger management. And that he had an amazing parole officer. When the detective asked her her definition of what good meant to her, she said that they hadn't had any problems over the last month or so. Then she goes into, I don't know if you guys have gone through my phone or not, but I have pictures and videos documenting everything, meaning George's violent behavior with her. And then the detective said, Why do you stay with him? And she actually seemed emotional for the first time. Oh, okay, so she does have emotions. Yes, she does. That's good. And she said, I love him. She said, I just wanted to help him, and that he's come a really long way. Then she turns it around into how much she has helped him, like turning it back on herself, like bailing him out of jail every single time, going to every single hearing, going to every arraignment, meeting with his public defenders, meeting with the state, because she had hope in him, and he was trying. She stated that he got belligerent and violent when he drinks, so when he drinks, she just goes upstairs to read a book or takes a bike ride or stays away from the house.
0: Do you think she bike rides on the nine-year-old's bike or she has her She own? probably damn well does. Well, at least she knows how to ride a bike. Yeah. And he gets bad when he drinks. She just said they drank. Yeah. Before they finger-painted. She
2: says that she's not a heavy drinker. An occasional glass of wine is all, and it's all because George is a
0: big drinker. Isn't it? Ex baby daddy saying that she's a drunk and he has to call and make sure she remembers that she has a child to pick up? He sure did. Okay. But
2: she denies it. it. She's stubborn. She denies it, denies, denies. If it, it would never be me in this position. But I would be like, hell, I was so drunk. I don't know. I just passed out. But no, it doesn't, that doesn't even occur to her. Like she is insistent on saying that she is not a drinker. I'm a 40-year-old woman who's playing hide-and-seek. I was on something. <laughs> <laughs> this is not natural. So she insisted that she didn't drink a lot that night because she had to wake up and take care of her son and take him to school. But she didn't crawl out of bed until 1230. I wonder what school he goes Give me to. A
0: break. I wish my kids started school at 1230. They still get out at 3?
2: Her husband had him. He he brought him to
0: school. Okay.
2: So she starts blaming his ex employer, his ex wife, and his daughters for all of his drinking. She's still insistent that she was not drunk. And I'm going to play a little bit more of the interrogation just so you can get a little more frustrated with her. Please. Than I am. Tell me, she's like this point.
3: You guys were just drinking like a glass or two like yeah you obviously had the bottle but you I mean but you told me on the yeah but you told me on recording like that you were not drunk he was not drunk you guys
4: were having I, a good time I don't get I can't get drunk I, number one I do not want to get drunk I don't like being non-complacentous having my wits about myself I don't like feeling out of control hmm
3: you're, you're making it sound like, like he's a raging alcoholic today, and yesterday I was kind of asking you those questions, and you're like a little defensive. Like, no, we're not alcoholics. He, we are not, you know. But you guys were both sober on Sunday, to your knowledge, because when I said you went and passed out, you were like, no, I didn't pass out. I just fell asleep. So now it's kind of like, what is it? Is it were you guys drinking, and it got out of hand? and oh
4: it got physical? No! Or is it... Sunday was one of the better days that we have had in quite some time. He's dancing with my dog. You can see that, too, on the pictures. Him loving the dog. He loves the dog. And dancing around, having a good time, and just... just being happy, kind of thing. He doesn't know... I can't... I mean, I can get, like, Maybe two or three glasses of wine, and I'll be fine. But I have to have my wits about myself because I don't know what to expect.
2: Okay. So again, she is just insistent. that I have So many. She questions. was not drinking. Go ahead. Okay.
0: So, <laughs> is she saying they only drank a half a bottle, or a bottle, and then a half a bottle?
2: She said that, because the detective said that they found an empty bottle and a half, basically, at their place. And she says that the empty bottle was from way long ago. So they only had half a bottle. They only had half a bottle between her and
0: George. Okay, so that's at most one and a half glasses each.
2: You can get... At most. You, you can and get, I had one glass each, and that's half a bottle. Like yeah. half a bottle. Yeah. One
0: glass of wine. And then she's... She didn't pass out, but she fell asleep while her boyfriend is... In a suitcase. Yeah. You know what? I think I think she pulled that suitcase out the closet after she hit him in the head with the bottle. <laughs> she stuck him in the suitcase. She was trying to drag him to the door. He was too heavy, so she pushed him down the steps in the suitcase. Yeah. And he landed in the middle of the floor. And she's like, "You know what? That taught him a lesson. I'm going to go to bed, and I'm going to tell him what I think in the morning." Mm-hmm. And then she realized she killed him.
2: Yeah. That's actually my theory. Really? Yes. Oh my God, we think so much alike. Yes. Because <laughs> well. Okay, so this dumb bitch, oh, bitch she, ain't well. She really makes She's me mad. Really unwell. I'm just gonna let you listen to some more in the interrogation.
0: I'm not ready. I'm You're really anymore. I really hate her right now. Let's
3: right, go. Here we go. And I have midnight, so there's a big gap. So I'm just curious, like, if you recall when you went upstairs to hide in the shower, or
4: like when we started to play hide mm-hmm. and seek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. We went inside. Probably about, if I had to guess, we weren't we weren't out there too long. Maybe about six ish. Then you talking about from hanging out outside and like, mm, mm-hmm. okay. Well, we have two beach chairs that are out there. And right. Just enjoy the weather. Gotcha. Plus, it started to get dark and gnats and mosquitoes. Yeah. So, let's go inside. I don't want to be out here anymore. Okay. All right, let's go. So we're doing whatever. We <laughs> did it for a while because that puzzle. I don't know if they took it or they saw it. Um, worked on the puzzle again, finished it, started to paint. Well, started listening to music for a little bit. Started to paint. Uh, can we turn the music off? No problem. Started at the top, paint, whatever. Maybe. Gosh, that puzzle, we worked on that for probably a good hour and a half. So, 8 o'clock ish? Is when you went to hide upstairs originally? No, that's when we were like painting. So then it's like, okay, well, I, we can't, I don't want to paint anymore. Let's just, ah, come on. Okay, you want to play hide and seek? What he does is, okay, tag, you're it. Well, so it's like, okay, we know. Okay, take off. Mm-hmm. That's what we did.
3: And then you went upstairs, and then he didn't come up, and you came down, and the suitcase was there originally because you guys were planning mm-hmm. to do donations, so it was already there um have you guys ever played the you said you played hide and seek like probably three times in your relationship Mm -hmm. when you have played have you ever zipped him up in a suitcase prior no okay so it was just kind of like that prop was there and it was there and it was in play because
1: why do you say it like that though
3: i would never do that
1: you would never zip him up in a suitcase
3: I mean, we were playing. No, I know. But I'm saying, I'm, I'm, well, I'm talking about hide and seek, which is a game. So the suitcase originally is in our closet, buried
4: all the way to the back. <laughs> oh my
2: God. So can we just talk about how she's like, no? Are you crazy? I would never put anybody in a suitcase and zip them up. My God. What kind of animal do you think I am? Okay. This is when I say the bitch is not well. So the whole time he's like, he said tag your in. I'm
0: Waiting.
3: <laughs> Holy moly! <laughs>
2: oh my god! Okay. <sighs> okay. Okay. I told you the story was nuts. like it, it's, it's you're making me cry. I'm it's out of so control. <sighs> okay. So, oh God, this bitch, Kelly. Like, this is one of the worst. It is really. You know, this whole time she's telling them about all these photos and videos that she's got on her phone about being abused. Now, I'm not laughing about the being abused part because that's a very serious matter and that that's, you know, obviously not funny. But this bitch videoed George in the suitcase on her phone. And she's telling the detectives to look at her phone because she's got all these videos and photos You know, her allegations of George abusing her. She's got pictures and stuff of all her bruising and stuff like that. So they do go on her phone. And they find videos of George in the suitcase. Now, this is very disturbing. Was he still alive on the
4: videos?
2: Yes. And he's inside the suitcase. And he's trying to push it open. He's calling her name over and over again. Telling her he can't breathe. And she is obviously very intoxicated. Okay, bitch, stop lying. You were drunk. And she's laughing about the situation and she's clearly upset with him. Oh my gosh.
0: I'm so claustrophobic. Just thinking about this is making me like, yeah, giving me a lot of anxiety right now.
2: I'll give you my theory afterwards, but I'm going to go ahead and play the part and let you listen to him inside the suitcase. Oh gosh. So if you're disturbed by any kind of this, you may want to just go ahead and skip through fast forward a little bit but they're like okay bitch we went through your phone and we have the videos so explain this one
0: but it's really bad because it's like we went through your phone like you told
2: us like to. you told us to and we did find the videos so here we go don't you want to know what's on
4: it do i have to watch this i can continuously throw up i don't sleep i don't want to see it that's okay well it's on your
3: phone and you can either explain it or we take it for what it
1: is. Yeah. We're just trying to give you the opportunity to tell us what's going on.
4: Sarah. For everything you've done to me. Sarah. For everything you've done to me. Sarah. F you. Sarah. <laughs> <Shower>. F you. Sarah. <Shower. laughs> Stupid. Sarah. This is my name. Don't wear it up. Sarah. I can't breathe, babe. Sarah is he. Yeah, that's when you do when you trick me. Sarah. 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 Sarah, I can't breathe, babe. That's on you. Sarah, I can't breathe. (laughs) It's on you. Sarah. Real ransom. Might want to get a for it
3: extra. Guess
1: Sarah, really, Sarah, Sarah,
4: I can't, can't believe it. Oh, that's what Sarah. I feel like when he cheats on me. Sarah, please, Sarah. Yeah, you should probably shut Sarah. up. Sarah, shh. I don't want to watch that.
1: Him in the suitcase, he had two fingers hanging out. And he I went flipped to him
4: over. I flipped him over and that's where it was. And
1: there's two different videos and a still picture where yeah it shows you flipping him in different positions and him saying that he can't breathe and you saying Fuck. So this
3: is upside down. So in order for him to have gotten into it, it was flipped up. Right. It was flipped up normal. Yes. Like, as if you're packing something. So this is upside down. Guys, this is killing me right now. So this image is upside down, and then this small video that occurred 11 minutes later, it's flipped over the other way, closer to your dining room table. Okay. Now, he's obviously still in there. So he didn't, how did that, how did it go from the back to the front? I flipped it. Okay.
4: My plan was not to go upstairs and go to sleep. Well, that's what you did. Yeah. But not intentional of. No, you told me
3: you went upstairs because okay. you were going to for bed. Stopped here. Okay, but right here. W- show me where you can see any fingers coming out. Because
4: there's it's, the end. And his head's right here. Mm-hmm. So going like this, rather than going all the way up, it's like this.
3: But why is he saying I can't breathe and why is he pushing on it as if he can't get out? It mean, doesn't show a hole. There's no yeah. hole, there's no fingers. I don't
4: see his fingers, there's no hole. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, I don't know Like what you want me to tell you.
3: I'm just showing you, I'm just telling you what we see yeah. and what we've heard from the video. I idea. understand, I understand. He's begging to let for you to let him out. You sound you're laughing in the beginning, and then in the end, it sounds
4: kind of like a no. It's not malicious.
1: Well, saying fuck you.
4: It's not malicious.
1: Then <laughs> what is that?
4: What does fuck you mean to you? Well, like if you're just if I were oh, well, like her, he does. Like I get told <coughs> everything by a white woman, so okay. I my intention was not to leave him in there. Please understand that my intention was not. Leave him in there, but you mm-hmm. went upstairs
3: thinking that he could get himself yes. out. But the video shows That's at why no I told point I see his fingers He'll and his any minute. And then thirty minutes later, he didn't show. And he's telling me and I he can't like breathe. That. He, he, Do you he's think not he's not able joking? To out? He, you told me he was laughing, and I We were before. the video there's there's no laugh. We laughing. first got in there. Both of us were. So how long was he in there for? Like, this video is at 11.12 when it starts, so was he in there for like a long time prior to recording this? No. No. So it goes from funny to no longer funny, but you're the only one laughing. But I didn't think that he was, like, panicky. Like, I didn't, I... So pushing up on a suitcase saying, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. I I can't breathe.
4: George has done that in the past before, too, where it's just, like, he thinks that he's woe is me kind of thing, where it's like, I well, he's never been locked in a suitcase, but no. now he couldn't
3: get out, so... It's kind
4: of, I thought it was a voice of
3: crawling wolf, something. crying wolf kind of thing. Okay. And again, my plan... But, but nowhere in there is he laughing, is he joking, he is begging. And you're the only one laughing. Okay. And you're the only one saying derogatory... Comments like you're mad. No.
0: How do you unintentionally go upstairs?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of what they're trying to figure out. I think. I, she's a horrible person.
0: How do you leave somebody in there that's saying, "I can't breathe. Please let me out." Like, mm-hmm. just walk off. Like, that's oh, fine. It's yeah, I don't deal. know.
2: It and makes she's me saying, sick. F you, and just like, like
0: if you don't like him, break up with him. Yeah. Get away from him.
2: Right. Not while he's in a suitcase, but, you know, Mm -hmm. like normal people. She's laughing at him. She wanted to teach him a lesson. Yeah. Basically. And that's what I think. So
0: if the suitcase was unzipped, like she was saying, because it looks like, you know, they zip on three sides. It looked like she was trying to say she only zipped it on two sides, and so mm-hmm. the third side was still open. If he was pushing his feet up on there and that side was open, it would have unzipped.
2: Yeah, there would have been some kind of gap, and it would have eventually the pressure from it. You're right. Yeah. It would have unzipped. But no, there was no gap because she zipped him all the way. Mm. And the way that she acts ignorant um, and the constant denial about what the detectives are seeing and hearing.
0: Yeah. You just told them to look at your eye. phone. Yeah. You just gave them all this evidence. Yes. Why didn't you videotape that? That seemed like the right well, thing well, to do at the time. Well, they asked her
2: if she remembered making the video. She said no. Hmm. And uh, they said, why don't you remember? And she said, probably because we were drinking. But then...
0: I thought she didn't drink.
2: Well, she starts to panic. And then she says that she wasn't drunk. And then she begins to stammer on her words. She kept insisting that they were playing, even after listening to her own video... She keeps repeating that her plan wasn't to go upstairs and fall asleep or leave him in the suitcase.
0: So she was just gonna go upstairs and lay down and watch an episode. Maybe take a nap below deck and then know. come back down and let him out and
2: be like, "I taught you a lesson." Mm-hmm. Obviously, the detectives are very frustrated, as you can tell. She's oh, a very frustrated
0: person. Yes, I would be. Fr-
2: I am frustrated. I couldn't yeah. imagine
0: trying to interrogate her.
2: Just tell me the truth. She made a list before she went in to give her statement or whatever she thought she was doing that day.
0: <laughs> a list of what?
2: Of questions that she had. One of them was she wanted to know when they were going to tell his parents. She was worried that they would tell him that she was responsible for what happened. And then she asked about the funeral and how she could make arrangements and she wanted to call his former employees and let them know because they all thought so much of George. And she wanted to know how to go about getting the engagement ring back she bought for him. The detectives told her that they would be informing his family and that she didn't need to worry about the funeral arrangements. They told her that the ring would be released to his next of kin. She said, well, I bought it for him, and they repeated that all of his belongings that he had on him were going to his next of kin. So she was like, well, I won't get that back.
0: Oh, my gosh. Like, she
2: was pissed that she wasn't getting a ring back. Okay.
0: That's the least of your worries right Mm -hmm. now.
2: She also asked about his phone, her phone, his laptop. She wanted to know when she would be getting all those items back, and then... Did she asked for like, a copy
0: of his debit card too. You know, while you're yeah. giving me all this stuff back, I'll take his wallet. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. Then she wanted to know, well, what's next? And she said, "Now I'm not admitting anything." And she felt like his death was being pinned on her, but she just needed to get her ducks in a row. Um,
0: mm-hmm. what? <laughs>
2: she kept insisting that I didn't zip it all the way up. His fingers were out, and they kept saying there is no hole. He's pushing up on the suitcase, and you can watch this video on YouTube just google sarah boone suitcase video it's still up there everybody can see it when you look at it it's i don't know, i can't even describe it because you know that that person is not here anymore yeah. but he's pushing up and it's slowly like he's he's slowly pushing up and he's just calling out sarah sarah to me it sounds like He's got some kind of concussion or like he just woke up in the suitcase.
0: Yeah, like he's kind of out of it. He's very out of it. Like you're supposed to love this guy. You're obviously you were engaged or you were getting married since you have Mm -hmm. a ring for him and you're just going to let him die in a suitcase while he's pleading for you to let him out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That sickens me. So when the interrogation was complete, they come in, scrape her fingernails. They let her know that she is not free to leave. They cuff her. And then she says, why is this happening? And the detective just says, because George is dead. And she says, unintentionally. Unintentionally. Everything is unintentionally. And the detective finally says, unintentional or not, George is dead. So, Sarah is currently on her seventh public defender. She was arrested February the 26th, 2020, for the charges of murder in the second degree, her newest trial date is set for December the eleventh, twenty twenty-three. Granted, her seventh attorney doesn't drop her. But so they've dropped her. Oh yeah, they dropped her. Oh my gosh. over and over again because she's crazy and she doesn't yeah, make any sense. How do you defend that? Yeah, they're like, uh, we can't, we can't defend this woman because you know they they claim irreconcilable differences, and they all state that she should probably defend herself. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. I mean, she's Seven really good different at different
2: attorneys. It. So the judge was like, you know, if you can't make it work with the seventh public defender, I, I'm not sure if there's anything more that we can do for you. <laughs> I mean,
0: by this point, you're just going to have to say, look, I'm guilty. Mm-hmm. I did it. I'm yeah. sorry.
2: So basically, I I think that she knocked him out because he's got that swollen part yeah, on his head
0: yeah, he had, and, I think Andy she had knocked breeze. him out
2: put him in the suitcase because, just because of, like I said the way that he woke up he was pushing on it real slow like he wasn't really aware of his surroundings and he was like I, he wasn't laughing you know it was all still like in the video there was no movement in the suitcase there was no noise in the suitcase and then all of a sudden he's pushing up and he's like I can't breathe babe I can't breathe and he's clearly confused and it didn't go from laughing hysterically to a panic
0: Yeah. Like, he just, he kind of woke up and he didn't know where he was. He didn't know what's going on. Yes, exactly. I wonder how she got him in there.
2: She knocked his ass out. Shoved him in there. Zipped him on up.
0: That's just crazy. Yeah. I guess as a not psychotic person, I just, that's not not
2: what I would think of. (laughs) Well, what should I do with you? Maybe she thought he would be easy to dispose of. But I, I don't know. Yeah. Then she goes up and goes to, how could you go to sleep though? Like. Yeah,
0: you know, the person that you supposedly love is downstairs scared and yeah. asking for your help. And you go but upstairs you heard, and go but to sleep. But you did
2: hear, it wasn't very clear, but like when he was calling out for her, she was laughing. Yeah. And she was like, that's my name, don't wear it out.
0: Yeah, and it's just F you. She's disgusting.
2: It's pretty disturbing, isn't it? Yes. So if this guy really was abusing her, and this was her way of getting back at him, why not just say that? Yeah. That would go over far much better than we're playing hide and seek. No, because it's not hide and seek.
0: No. And, and you videoed it. So you put them in there. You videoed it. And then you went to sleep upstairs and you didn't find them like. And another thing with this, you don't this is not something that you record. This isn't funny. This isn't something you want to remember. Honestly, this Who isn't knows? something you should do ever. But like, even if she would have let him out, like, why would you videotape yeah, that?
2: I don't have an answer because I'm not psycho. Yeah. So I
0: don't... I guess I don't, I don't comprehend I really it because I'm not a psychopath.
2: Thank God for that. Yes. Yes. You come to my house all the time and we do podcasts.
0: You're welcome, <laughs> Kelly.
2: Thanks, Brandy, for not being a psycho bitch.
0: I will never zip you up in a suitcase. Uh, a Rubbermaid, possibly,
2: but not uh, a suitcase. Rubbermaid's okay. I could yeah, pop you can that kick that off real easy. I could. I could <laughs> pop out of that. A cake. Yeah, just like a cake.
0: I'm gonna do that for my birthday. I'm gonna paint one pink and you can pop out for me. <sighs> and you can sing happy birthday, Mrs. President. Just like Marilyn Monroe. Oh
2: <laughs> happy birthday, Brandy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so right, sorry, sorry. we will probably be updating you if we have a trial in December. Yeah, I'd love
0: to know <laughs> if she gets fired again by her attorneys, <laughs> or public defenders. I know.
2: She probably will. She's a very irritating woman. God. I, I wonder if this is a
0: record that she could break in the Guinness Book of World Records. <sighs> the most times she's been dumped by a public defender. I'm
2: going to have to look that up. Now I'm going to have to look it up. Because she's
0: on par with it. I would think I that not many know people... I don't there's a
2: Guinness Book for that. Like, yeah, if that's a world record. There's but probably not. How many? How many public defenders... If any of you guys know this, how many public defenders has one person ever had for a trial For one trial for one trial let's i would like see to see what you come that back with cuz i've never
0: heard of anybody being fired let us know by their public defender <laughs> i'm sorry your st- story is so stupid everything you're saying makes no sense i can't publicly defend you i'm embarrassed Mm-mm. it's not going to happen we're going to lose i'm sorry
2: just plead oh, guilty oh gosh anyway we appreciate you listening, and yes. we hope you join us for the next Crazy Bitch Podcast.
0: Yeah, this was a good one, Kelly.
2: Thank you. You did good. I thought so. I thought so. Um, it's very interesting, to say the least.
0: Yeah, it is really interesting. I do feel bad for George and his family.
2: Don't feel bad for Sarah at all. No, I do not. I really don't. Sorry, Sarah. If George did abuse her, then I'm sorry for that. Yeah. But
0: you don't need to zip somebody in a suitcase and let him suffocate to death.
2: No, that's awful. But at least admit what you did. Yeah. So. All right, well, we will see you next time. And we will have another episode
0: of Bitches Who Are Unwed.